Welcome to Podcasting Smarter, the podcast for and by podcasters. We interview podcasters for the real scoop on podcasting. Whether you're thinking about starting a podcast or have been podcasting for years, you'll find lots of inspiration, valuable lessons, and tips in our interviews. This podcast is brought to you by Podbean. Please visit podbean.com, the home for podcasters. Hey, Pod Pals. I am here with Vernon Ross today. We are going to spill some pod beans, but the first thing we want to do is wish everyone a happy International Podcast Day. Happy Podcast gonna, Day. Yeah, it's our day, everybody. It's the one day. It's like our uh, Christmas, our, you know, it's our Happy New Year, whatever. Podcast Christmas. Um, that's podcast Christmas. If you do not know what International Podcast Day is, uh, we want to make sure to help spread the word. It is September 30th of every year, and it is a day that was um, founded by Steve and Dave Lee. They thought that they're, they're podcasters themselves, huge, passionate podcasters, and they thought that we needed a day to really celebrate this platform and help spread the the word about podcasts and they've done they've certainly done that they have a a whole schedule of speakers um, around the clock around the date of september 30th every year they provide promotional material so that you as a podcaster can not only promote the day but there are tons of ways you can be involved and actively celebrate the day and help people around you become more aware of all of the great podcasts out there in the world, including your own. So if you want to check out more information about International Podcast Day, please go to internationalpodcastday.com and see everything that's going, going on. And if you aren't involved with it this year, you can certainly start planning for next year. That's it right. is our yeah. It's our favorite day of the year. It's my favorite day of the year. <laughs> what is what does International Podcast Day mean to you, Vernon? It's my birthday. How how <laughs> perfect is that? How right. perfect is that? <laughs> so we know which one came first, but uh, yeah, I'll go ahead and give it up for International Podcast Day. I think it's good because it recognizes podcasters and it gets a lot of people involved and uh, some exposure to podcast. Usually it starts trending on Twitter, and that means more people are going to be listening to more podcasts, which is always good for, you know, new podcasters as they're starting out. And uh, yeah, it's just overall a good thing for the community. Absolutely. So we're, we're happy that it's there and that it's grown. I've seen it grown, uh, grow so much over the past several years since um, its incarnation. So I think it's just going to keep getting bigger and bigger, and the celebration is um, is going to be even more impressive as the years go by. So anyway, definitely look them up, follow them on social media and, uh, and follow the hashtag. I think they have, I don't know if the hashtag is INTL podcast day or just podcast day or I've what, seen a, but I've seen a couple, a couple of those. I've seen that. Yeah. I've seen hashtag podcast day. Um, uh, hashtag Vern is great. I mean, it, they're, they're all <laughs> over the place. Well, happy birthday, Vernon. Um, This this episode's going out on International Podcast Day. So I'm sure everybody out there um, would like to to join me in wishing you a happy birthday. You are born to be a podcaster, obviously. Well, it is much appreciated. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, every time that we are together on Podcasting Smarter, we like to spill the pod beans, which means we um, talk about some of the news in at Podbean headquarters. And in case you missed it, we, we try to put it out there in your e- inbox and on social media, but it never hurts to also share our headquarters news this way. And we're also going to talk about a few things in the podcasting ecosystem, uh, that things that are going on recently that we think are interesting. Absolutely. Yeah. So Vernon, you probably noticed um, that Podbean has improved even further their statistics. I'm really loving the enhanced statistics. Yeah, they're nice. Um, You can compare shows. You can look at which ones are more popular, which is helpful when uh, one of the things that was requested, actually a podcast movement by a few people were to be able to dig deeper into the stats and look at how each one of your episodes is performing per day. And then uh, the team took it a step further and allowed you to be able to compare episodes, which is huge because you can see which episodes are performing best. So it lets you know which ones to concentrate on. Yeah. And I love how in one graph, they've, they've made it so it's so easy to decipher because you can compare up to five episodes together at one time and really see the graph and how they compare to each other. So me, I like to get I like to digest information as quickly as possible. And I think that to me, it's such an easy way to understand what's going on with my podcast to be able to have those comparison views and to be able to customize, you know, which episodes I'm comparing and also to be able to see the performance of your episode in its first 60 days, because that's, that's when its performance um, is going to be, it's strongest, um, right. most likely. And, you know, that's that's what we can expect. So um, if you have sponsors for your show, they're going to be interested in the first 60 day performance of your of your podcast and your ep- and your typical episodes. That's going to be important information to share with them. And this gives you uh, a quick bird's eye view of that and um, in a format that you can export so um, to Excel so you can share it with potential sponsors as well. So. Absolutely. I love that. I just love, I mean, podcasters love stats. It's something that's really important to us as media creators because um, it's, it's one way we can tell how we're doing. Um, and I always say, you know, I, I don't think of myself as competing against other podcasters. I like to compete against myself. So I, I want to see a trend, an upward ticking trend with any podcast that I mm-hmm. produce. And those stats are the one way I can tell how I'm doing as a podcaster. Yeah, I thought it was helpful um, because if you're running pod ads of a particular episode and that episode is trending well with your audience and it's outperforming other episodes, then, you know, you know that that's one that, hey, maybe I want to use pod ads and promote this episode on another podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's all good information. I love information. With information, you can do things. You can make decisions about your show. And the other thing that's new for all of our Canadian friends is you can now see the geostats by province in Canada. That's so huge. that's cool. Our North American friends, um, you can get very specific details on your geostats now in Canada. 
hopefully uh, we will get that specific worldwide at some point. Mm -hmm. I think there's talk of that, but I love, I think geostats are probably one of my favorite stats. Um, just fun to look at where people are listening around the world. And <laughs> right. I, yeah, do you remember, I remember the first time that I saw, um, discovered that listeners were not in the United States, were, you know, in countries, some countries I knew very little about. And I thought, gosh, that's, that's so empowering to know that you can reach somebody on the other side of the world and right. actually have stats to tell you that. So very cool stuff. Very, very proud of Podmean for continuing to improve their stats. They just keep getting better and better. Yeah, um, super cool. Yeah. And they're free. Comes with your plan. Yeah, it comes it comes with all the all the paid plans. And so that brings us to um news item number two, which is we have improved our free plan. That's right. I mean, how do you improve free? You can't make it more free, but <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing more well, free than it. free. We but made it we more did free. it. We, yeah, we made it more free. But what we did do is we made it um we made this free plan something that you could live with a little bit longer. So we we what we did is we increased the amount of storage included in the free plan. You get a fully functional, you know. RSS feed that you can distribute to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, you know, all the players, all the places. So you can be a real podcaster for zero cost. Now, this plan, if you continue podcasting long term, you will outgrow this plan, but it gives you it gives you plenty of room to figure out if this is your thing and if this is something that you want to continue doing. And, you know, a lot of times when people are starting out as podcasters, they they don't have a big budget for this because it's a hobby and yep. and they're nervous about committing to a year of hosting expenses and that sort of thing or putting up a website. So Podbean gives you a podcast site. We've got nice themes um, to choose from. So you can have a very nice looking site without having your own domain and all of that, which can always come later. But this is something that can get you started. So, um, you know, the executives of Podbean are very pro independent podcaster and and they really felt strongly that we needed to make this free plan Um something that could last a little bit longer for podcasters so they could really get a taste and a feel for podcasting before before bumping up and committing to one of our paid plans so i thought that was really really nice of them to do that yeah no it's i think it's a cool plan um it increases just the amount of time if you don't want to go with a free podcast service that you don't know whether or not it's going to be around it's awesome that you get a chance to test out the actual system on a podcast hosting company. That that's pretty much all we do. We host podcasts and there are a lot of huge shows on the network, but you can also have your show on the network. Do it for free. Try it out for however long you want to try it out. I mean, you've got five hours worth of content that you can use or that you know that you can publish. And then, you know, maybe if you get some offers from some people to yeah, maybe 50 bucks or something like that a week to advertise on your show. Then you can move up to, a, you know, a, a pay plan, which is only nine dollars a month. So, yeah, I think it's pretty awesome because it, it, it really gives you a place to do your stuff 
and upload content. So you, if you know, we're, we're going to talk about smart speakers a little bit later. There's a whole thing that I think some one of the guys in our audience that host on Podbean is doing with a free account, right? Oh, um, yeah, I think so. Are you talking about the Alexa flash briefings or? Yeah, the Alexa flash briefings. Yeah, we just um, we just had a blog post. Um, a guest blogger wrote a really good blog article on uh, blog.podbean.com, which is our Podbean blog. And this guy is known as the Alexa guy. So he's basically uh, an expert on smart speakers. And so this blog post is called Get New Listeners and Engage Them Every Day with Alexa Flash Briefings. And basically he walks through what a flash briefing is and why as podcasters, we might be interested in producing them. Um, and he walks you through how to do that and how to do that with Podbean. So it's a great, I definitely recommend people check out the blog because this is a really great resource. Um, Jeff Smith, he is the Alexa guy and you can, um, on Twitter, he's my Alexa guy. That's that's a Twitter <laughs> handle. <All right. laughs> um, I think he's my Alexa guy everywhere on on uh, social media. So you can kind of look him up. But yeah, these smart speakers, I'm glad you brought up smart speakers. We might as well talk about them now. I was reading an article recently um, that came out on Radio World, and they made it a really good point that stuck with me. And that was that how we're listening to podcasts is changing and it's becoming much more of a social experience. So before smart speakers, we were listening to podcasts on our mobile devices, but in a very solitary way. So we would have our headphones on or earbuds in listening to a podcast. But now with smart speakers in the home, families are listening to podcasts together Friends can listen to podcasts together. Um, so it's changing um, the experience. And us as podcast producers need to be aware that that experience is changing and think about ways that um, we can interact with our uh, audience better. So they made a point. Um, their point was that we need to deliver what they call water cooler moments. Mm -hmm. um, and this is sort of what you know, terrestrial radio did and the like morning radio, they would have um, uh, content that would spark conversation because because they knew people were listening on their way to work and they'd get to work and hey, did you listen to so and so on the radio and what they were talking about? So now that we're listening socially, they they their advice was to that we need to think about that and think about doing our own water cooler moments in our show. What do you think about that? Yeah, you know, the interesting part about that is that I, I have a flash briefing for um, my podcast, uh, actually for both podcasts. Uh, I pulled off the one for the Social Strategy podcast because I'm really not producing on that show anymore. But for the Space Between podcast, I created a flash briefing for that so that my audience could listen to it on their smart speaker. Now, the one difference is, is that flash briefings really aren't designed for an entire show. Right. Um, especially They're if you short. have a large, right. If you have a large show, you don't necessarily want to do it like that, but I was actually doing it for a class that I teach to show them how to do it. So I recorded part of the process, but now I'll go back, have another RSS feed that's just for updates. 
maybe some daily motivational messages that are related to the book or related to the show or something like that. Because it's quick hit, you know, like you said, water cooler stuff that you want to talk about. So, I mean, you could do a little daily thing that you update people on what you're doing. If you're a YouTuber, you can talk about what you have on your upcoming show. Uh, So, you know, get ready for it. You can talk about what's coming in your upcoming episodes and kind of preview a point and put a clip that's, you know, no more than a minute or so long in the flash briefing. So the person can listen on their way out and they know that, oh, you know, I need to go ahead and make sure I subscribe to the show or they'll be waiting for your new show when it comes out. So, I mean, there's all kinds of stuff you can do with flash briefings, but yeah, I think keep it short, interesting, and definitely something people want to talk about. Yeah, I think it's smart. You know, in marketing, we talk about touch points, you know, different ways you can reach out to your potential customers. So in this case, it's another way to have a touch point with your audience. So they keep you top of mind or another way for people to discover you. Um, it's just a different distribution channel and probably a channel that's not, you know, overly crowded. So why not take advantage, be one of those early, early adopters and take advantage of that, of that opportunity. So yeah, super cool. These smart speakers, I have one and I'm, I'm completely underutilizing it. <laughs> so I, I need, you know, I'm still, I'm not, I'm not there. I'm not super comfortable with the smart speakers yet. Yeah. I've got them all over the house, unfortunately. They're always listening, right? They're always listening. listening. I have no idea what they've heard, but I've got a a dot in the basement and a echo show, the kitchen one with the little screen on it. Oh, oh, that's fancy. Yeah. And you know, the the weird part about that is when you have an Alexa device, um, I don't know about Google Play, but with the show, you can actually drop in wherever you are from your phone and talk to whoever is, you know, in the room. If you have that enabled. So I, you know, I needed to tell the wife to do, to close the garage door. And so I had my, my youngest drop in on her while we were headed off to violin lessons. And she walked in, she goes, what, 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 what's happening? Cause (laughs) she was, she heard talking and she didn't know what was going on. Oh, so she heard your daughter over the smart speaker. Right. She's like, didn't you, I thought you guys left. And she's like, no, 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 I'm over here. And she saw that she was on the Alexa show. And she's like, oh, oh, okay. Don't don't do that again. And she ended the call. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so we're all getting used to this technology. It's it'll be uh like no big deal, probably in like a year. I think we'll we'll get used to it pretty quickly. But it's still it's still new. And I still have to realize that, you know, uh this this device is listening to me. And that takes a little getting used to it having does. an extra pair of ears in the house, but I'm probably boring mine to death. Actually, I don't. Th- I don't think it's it's hearing anything, <laughs> you know, that titillating. But um, oh, you know what? I've almost forgot to mention. I don't know if this is on your radar, um, Vernon, but Podbean. Another update we did has to do with our um, the podcast comments. So. For those of you that don't know, your listeners can comment on an episode via the Podbean app, available yep. in iOS and Android for free. It's actually this app is is kicking butt. It's getting great reviews, and they keep improving it. So, um, and I'm I'm seeing a lot more uh, chatter about the Podbean app and how a lot of people are are deciding it's their favorite app. And I have to agree, it's a great listening app, pod, podcast listening app. So. 
in any case, it used to be that um, if you wanted to see your your comments on your podcast, you would have to, to view those um, through the app. But now you can view those comments in your Podbean dashboard. Right. So that I think is really cool that, you know, they're on the just on the main screen as you log into your admin dashboard. You can see all the comments. Uh, you still need to reply to the comments via the app, but at least you know they're there. You can see them. Um, make a note to go to the app and and uh, respond. I just love that you can just engage directly with your listeners so easily. It's just um, I just think it's a, a great added benefit. Yeah, I mean you can do it, um, you know, on the go. It's funny, I actually go. just. I just had a uh, a new client come to Podbean from another host. Um, this was one of the things that they were like, wait a minute, my audience can what? And I'm like, they can comment. Look, you actually already have some comments on this other show that you were doing. And they're like, wait, what? And so they, <laughs> they realized that they were actually able to go in and comment and interact yeah. with their audience, which you can't really do very many other places. Yeah. And you can manage your comments. So if somebody says something negative or inappropriate, you have the ability to delete, to delete those comments because, you know, yeah, there's always trolls out there no matter what. So um, at least you can get them off, get them off the app as soon as possible. So you have complete control over that. So I thought that was a cool update. I wasn't, I wasn't expecting that. It just, um, it just showed up in the blog one day and I was like, oh, I didn't even know this was happening. And um <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty cool. That's that's nice. Um, so yeah, I didn't want to forget to to mention that in case somebody hadn't noticed that improvement. Oh, well, what else, Vernon? So we have some, you know, big like podcasting news has been happening. Oh, yeah. Some big moves in the podcast, uh, satellite radio space. Um, things are moving and shifting. There's been a lot of talk about a podcast bubble. Yep. Are we in a are, are we in a podcast bubble? Because um, that I started seeing that after the news of BuzzFeed laying off their podcast team. Right. So then everyone's like, "Oh, wait a minute! I th we thought podcasting was hot, but here's BuzzFeed cutting their podcasting team." Mm -hmm. um, is is podcasting is the heyday over? Yeah, and, I don't think so. I know you're okay. I well, I know you want to talk about this. So give us your give us your take on the podcast bubble. All right. So I think that something that Gimlet Media said in an article, there they were saying that everyone wants. Uh, it was either Gimlet or Slate, one of the two. So I don't want to misquote, but somebody <laughs> in a big company that does podcasting said that everyone wants a serial. Um, podcast, you know, the popular podcast serial that pretty much kind of pushed podcasting in the forefront for the masses. Uh, you know, podcasting was already popular, but everyone, because serial made so much news, it, I think it opened a lot of people's eyes to podcasting and listening to podcasts after that. They were saying that everyone wants a serial, but no one wants to pay for it because it is expensive to produce a show of that caliber. And people are thinking that they can do it on the cheap and it takes a lot of time, it takes a lot of expertise and it takes people to put together a show. You need a production team. You've got to have someone, you know, mastering music if, or creating custom music for a podcast that you're going to put out public unless you 
you're part of CAA and you have rights to be able to use music and you're paying monthly subscriptions for being able to play popular music on a podcast, which makes it even more expensive. So I think that companies like BuzzFeed and Gimlet and uh, Slate are looking at these podcasts as revenue generating properties, media properties too early. So like with the BuzzFeed thing, they hired this team and they're just all, oh, we're going to, you know, we're just putting out our podcast daily. But I don't think they were seeing the revenue numbers that they expected to see. And they were probably spending a whole lot of money. So they laid off their team and now they're going to do these individual projects like TV projects. Right. So if you guys, you know, if you guys aren't familiar with TV, TV hires people for a project and then they either retain a few of those people but they let most of the production team go after projects done and they bring them back in for other projects. So that's what's happening at Buzzfeed. But at the same time, iHeartMedia um, bought the uh, Stuff Media podcasting network. So the How Stuff Works podcast. Uh, there's a couple other ones um, in there for $55 million. That's that's a lot of money. Yeah. And what about Sirius XM acquiring Pandora? Another major exactly. deal, three and a half billion in an all stock deal. So this right. um, this does not indicate that we are in a podcast bubble. I think you're right, Vernon. I think what this indicates is that people are still figuring out this medium, still exactly. figuring out um, how to invest in it. And how to produce it in a way that's financially viable on, a, on that large scale. And obviously, this is a form of medium that, you know, uh, includes the big players, the big like Gimlet Media, who mm -hmm. are, you know, obviously just professional media houses, professional production from the ground up, all the way to the independent podcaster. Um, so it's just, it's such a, it encompasses so many different levels of production. But yeah, I think, um, I think these big media companies are shining a light on podcasting, which obviously trickles down to the independent podcaster. But I also think it's putting us on notice that you know, it's, it's not something you could just throw up. Like you said, you need to put a lot of time and energy in it. And that's even exactly. the independent podcaster, you know, it's, yeah, exactly. it's becoming a more competitive environment every day as more and more people discover this medium. And so we all need to be better podcasters. Right. You know, it's, um, there's a, there's a saying that goes, you know, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The first best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. And the next best time to plant a tree is right now. So a lot of people think that, oh my God, it's too late to get into podcasting now. And these guys have said that, oh, you know, it's getting even more competitive. Well, of course, the best time to launch a podcast was, you know, last year or maybe the year before that. But now the best time is to launch it is right now. Um, there's still so much room within the podcasting sphere. If you think about websites and I mean, Google just turned 20 it, legally, it can't even drink. At least in the, United, in, in the United States. So, right, right. You know, it's it's early in the internet age, even though it doesn't feel like it. So, there's plenty of room for people to start podcasting. And uh, I think the the cool thing about podcasting, if I can jump up on that soapbox a little bit, um, is that it opens up pretty much anything that you want to do. You can craft it to podcasting. Uh, to jump back to the the smart speaker thing, I heard about. Um, there's a company and they produce Alexa updates for high schools to do their morning announcements. 
so mm. that people can listen to it on their smart speakers and they just they were the the people record it they upload an audio they send it to an rss feed it goes there automatically they set them up with something and it publishes it and parents can listen to it and subscribe and have it on their flash briefing as they're getting ready in the morning to, to go out so i mean there's all kinds of things that's a that's a podcasting function and whoever the podcaster is that came up with that that was brilliant to use that as a way to actually build a business. So, I mean, there's all kinds of things you can do with podcasting and it's, it's nowhere near a bubble. It's just maybe their bubble bursted a little bit because they maybe put too much into it too soon. Well, sure. I'm sure those, those people that got laid off there, you're right. Their bubble was, was burst quite, quite uh, radically, but, (laughs) but yeah, I don't think, I think it's premature to call it a podcasting bubble. Um, it's, this is such a new platform and we're still discovering so many things about it. It's still exciting. still the wild, wild west, as they say. So yeah, well, I'm glad we talked about that. Um, I think, I don't know, have I missed any important news items from Podbean or otherwise? I don't think so. Um, DC Podfest is coming up, right? Oh my God. How could I forget that? I produced DC Podfest. Yes. If you are listening to this on podcast day, what a perfect day to purchase your DC Podfest tickets at dcpodfest.com happening November 9th and 10th in Arlington, Virginia, just over the river from DC and in a wonderful um, uh, venue called Spaces Artisphere. Um, Such a cool place. We're so happy to put the event on there and it's going to be Friday night, November 9th. We're having a, um, an interactive networking party, some live, um, podcasting going on. And also some speakers are happening on Friday night as well as an open bar. And then all day Saturday, full day, chock full of sessions, workshops, masterminds, one-on-one things, podcast recording. There is a lot going on on Saturday. Um, and then it's over. You have Sunday to yourself. So we are still in a, an early, bur- uh, early, burly, early bird uh, early ticket burly. pricing, early burly. Early bird ticket pricing is still happening, and but the tickets go up the day after International Podcast Day, so it really is a perfect day to buy your ticket. Uh, oh, it is. Anyway, yeah, I'll be there. I don't think, Vernon, you're not coming to, to this. I am going to try to make it. The, the cards are still up in the air on that. Oh. Oh, well, you um you you should come because uh Podbean is our mega sponsor this year. Absolutely. So, um there's a free ticket in there for you so you can just come on over <laughs> and enjoy it. But yeah, so I hope I hope we can see some of our Podbean podcasters there. It's always fun to see them face to face and um it's yeah, it's just such a good time. I can't I can't wait and I can't believe it's only a little over a month away. Yeah, it's fastly approaching. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Well, yeah. Thank you for reminding me to mention DC Podfest. Very important. Um, <laughs> and I guess I guess that's a wrap, everybody. I'm so glad we were able to put this right. out on International Podcast Day. Yay. All right, Vernon. So until next time, until the next time we spill some pod beans, have, right. have fun with your podcasts. Take it easy. Thanks for joining us for Podcasting Smarter. You can check our show notes at podcast.podbean.com for links and details. 
Please like our podcast, leave your comments, and help us spread the word to other podcasters so we can bring you more great episodes with podcasting tips and inspiration from fellow podcasters. If you want to connect with other podcasters or get interviewed on this podcast, please join our Podcasting Smarter Facebook group. We look forward to welcoming you to the community. Happy podcasting!